Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is meeting 14 of Football Land. Let me take your hand. I want to take you to football land. It's building the sand. And. And. And now I'll run out of lyrics. My name is Anthony Richardson. I am the CEO of Football Land. My name is Mark Davison. I'm the chief boss ride engineer of Football Land. My name is Ryan Baxter. I am the, the dog's body of Football Land. And we've been accidentally given one billion US dollars by the state of Qatar to build a football themed theme park in Qatar for the World Cup in Qatar, in Qatar for 2022 in Qatar. Its name is Football Land. And here's a list of the rides we've come up with so far. The Leicester City Fairyland, the Tunnel of Wagner slash Donald slash Joachim Love, Jimmy Conrad's Conrad Biscuit. 3000, Steve Mechanical Bull, Marek Larwood's Football Hunger Games, Sir Alex Ferguson's Mind Game Simulator, Nimmo Dudra's Betrayal Monorail, Ascoffiation Noshball, Steve Cabaret, the School Sports Football Simulator, All Domits, Meat and Potatoes Miniature Funfair, Hasta la Vista Baby, the Eric Cantona Experience, Wags Corner, Zinedine Zidane's Mamma Mia Mayhem. Crash Bang Benjamin Massey. Benjamin Massey is coming to get you. The Watford manager Whack-A-Mole. Wayne Lineker, Wayne's World. The England National Horror House. We have a wonderful meeting ahead. We've got Jim Daly waiting in that testicle. He's got a Crystal Palace themed brain teaser to, to put into the keypad to get himself out of there. Looking forward to that. Daly's in the bollock. But firstly, Ryan, there's a huge problem some very sad news. Sad news. Yeah, and it is a problem this week, and I and I do apologise because I don't I don't like bringing problems. It, it's the Nigel De Jong clog flume. I don't know if you remember. It was mm. a, oh yes, it, it was a Patreon uh, ride idea. I think it was Matt Whitworth. Uh, you know, log flumes are normally powered by water. You, a very um, ingenious gentleman, came up with the idea of of having it powered by sweat and spit sweat and of, spits, yeah. of footballers. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for acknowledging the genius. Yeah, I liked it initially, but uh, roughly a week into sort of testing this out and collecting a lot of spit and sweat, mostly my own initially, uh, I sort of found that it, it, it doesn't keep very well. Um, mm. it, it dries out quite a bit. And, right. yeah. uh, and I'm, I'm needing a lot of it uh, just to keep it moist. So I'm sort of, I've got my little spit bucket and I've got my little sweat sack, but it's it's drying quicker than I can produce and it's just making me me very dry. You know, I'm spitting and I'm spitting mm. and... And then I can't, and then my mouth is quite dry, and I'm I'm drinking so much water that, but it's yeah. not coming out my kind of 
pits quick enough. Have you tried sitting in a very warm place? Well, I've heated up the garage to kind of um, sort of get replicate guitar temperatures because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm nothing if not sort of uh, thorough. Uh, and that's kind of I think that's causing a slight slight problem in that it's look that's the you know we're in a 40 degree theme park uh, and, and I've got to somehow keep this log flume going but this is the thing it's not your spit and sweat we need it's the footballers spit and sweat right you it, need to be been, getting yeah. out there to the Premier League you need to be getting yeah. out there to La Liga you need to be going out and getting sweat and spit you've got the wrong end of the spit stick here it's a difficult ask i mean i've been going around the lower leagues and you know the problem is i need to be on the pitch to sort of be you know ringing the shirts you know when there's a corner or a break in play i'm sort of the the other problem i've got is that i've got a lid to to stop the the spit evaporating but then i've got to get the lid off quick enough to to get under the spitting player and i'm just ending up with it on my hands and my arms or on the lid it's not going in the can right i've really enjoyed this chat right and i'd say two things to you firstly it's still a good idea whatever yeah, you say it's still, still a brilliant it, idea yeah. and secondly a problem is just a solution you haven't found yet so really enjoyed the chat um just keep looking for that solution and we'll, we'll, right. we'll look forward to that okay well done thank you yeah, but- Mark, I have an idea. There yeah. are not enough rides out there at the moment in football land for children. I'm talking oh, children. Luminell, you're right. Last yes. week w- we came up with a red light district, very much the opposite of a children's ride. That's an adult's ride. Uh, and I've been looking through some of them. We don't have enough rides for, say, y- your, your preschoolers, your three to five for year olds. For a horrible moment, yeah. I thought you were going to say I've come up with a red light district for the nippers. And that's I'm not having any of that. No, 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 I haven't. No, I've come up with Jurgen Klopp's clip clop trots oh that sounds good it's just simply a lovely pony trekking experience for you know donkey rides uh, pony rides shetland ponies mini ones but of course um uh, to to replicate jürgen klopp style of football these donkeys and ponies will be going like the crappers yeah it's heavy metal donkey riding we need to speed them up so i don't know how you feed donkeys but for goodness sakes we need them going quickly we need to inject them with something the donkey equivalent of speed uh, and we need those children bolted to them not like you know just sit on the donkey quickly we need them in a harness we need them strapped you know, in yeah, it still needs to be through in a minute because whenever I was a child going to a theme park and I was fobbed off by some rubbish little teacups, I was disappointed. Yeah. I wanted, you know, something that felt thrilling to me, even if it wasn't in the grand scheme of things. And I think yeah. a pony going at about 40 miles an hour um, yep, they, along they a can. racetrack, uh, you know, get these children racing, for goodness sake, competitive spirit. Yeah. Children are very competitive and mean. Children are Absolutely, mean. Absolutely, yeah. You know, kids are I'm cruel. thinking... I'm thinking the best way to strap them down is a parachute harness, which will mean rather than sitting up on the donkey, they'll be kind of lying down. Uh, But because these donkeys are going like the blooming clappers, that their 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 rear ends will will bounce the child's head up and down. Yeah. Uh, So they'll they'll get periodic glimpses of whether they're in the lead or. or... So you you've strapped the children face down. No, face up. But. They're looking at the face, face up. up, looking at the stars, like like Liverpool look at the stars when they're aiming yep. for the stars. And their heads, so their heads, but bum end or yeah. head end. No bum end, so that when when you've gone when, 
when the horse... You've gone head to bum. Yeah, head by the tail. Yeah. Head by the tail. It's kind of like right. a, okay. a lever that's permanently... It's causing the child to nod uh, as the, the donkey wells it along the course. So yeah. with every up moment of the nod, they can check on where they are in the grand scheme of things. And I've purely strapped them in with a parachute harness because that's the safest way. These These donkeys are really shifting. And if there's a greyhound or something gets on the track... These donkeys are going to gag and press it, and and you don't want a kid falling off a gag and pressed bunch of donkeys. In salmon farms, I don't know if you know, lads, but you put in small little predator fish that nip uh, nip the salmon so that they keep swimming quickly, so that they don't um, get fat and too sort of, uh, and, and they stay lean and and nice to eat for people who eat salmon. So I'm suggesting, like you're suggesting, there we put a couple of predators in. Yeah. I don't think of greyhound because I'm not sure greyhounds are that interested in, in donkeys, but I'm I'm saying we put in a lynx. Wow. Yeah. Um, and like a puma or something, you know, like a little yeah. one of those little. Um, scary animals you know not like you know a big lion because we don't want the children to die but if a child gets bitten by something like a lynx it's just like getting bitten by a cat come on imagine how much better that famous footage would be of the zebra being taken down by the lion uh if the zebra had a a four-year-old strapped to it with a parachute harness i mean that would be and obviously the child escapes maybe yeah. if you release the harness you just you fly up into the air on some kind of paragliding thing I, i'm gonna have to say a word of warning here guys that um if you do inject a horse or a pony with um some speed uh, you know horse version of speed it will reduce their life expectancy i've looked on wikipedia about this so oh, that's all right. we're gonna have to get some more horses uh just as back backup horses just to right. but they've got to be quick they've got to be quick and in Liverpool kits, let's put them in Liverpool kits. Yeah. How do how do ponies and donkeys sort of fare in the heat? Badly. Is there any way we could get sort of miniature camels, maybe? Maybe, but don't forget that Jesus was born on a donkey. Yeah. So the donkey was the midwife. I, I'm more worried about the welfare of the children than the welfare of the animals here right now. But I'll, I'll, there's one thing Mark suggested: putting the the head of the child at the bottom of the donkey. That the motion of the head will stop flies from bothering the donkey because it's like a tail, isn't it? So the the donkey while the, the child is riding the donkey won't have to worry about wagging its tail to stop the flies right. so well done mark that's thinking <laughs> thank about you the, yeah. the, for goodness sake let's think about the welfare of these animals I, i've i've got a question you called it jürgen klops clip clop trots is mm. that right yeah clip clop trots yeah it's the trots bit trots is that's a different thing isn't the it trots. i know horses trot yeah the trots. I think it's plural, isn't it? When it, as soon as you make a trot plural, yeah. it becomes something else. Yeah, diarrhea. You're talking. It does sound a bit like a kind of a laxative ride. I think. I think in many ways it is going to be a laxative. If you if you imagine bouncing around on a donkey doing forty miles an hour, that's you, you're yeah. going to loosen those movements. Uh, and also, you inject a donkey with the donkey version of speed. I imagine it's going to play with its inside, so they they are going to right. defecate more than usual. And that's why you know this is a racetrack, but. Let's put a pit lane in. Let's get a pit lane, just a toilet for the donkeys, you know, that they can go around now and then. I'm sure the children won't mind. Or you get a pit crew in that pit lane who change the child from one donkey to the next when that donkey wants to relieve itself. Because we need to keep hygienic. Or we could get a pit crew of blacksmiths that that can reshoe a donkey in, like, under 10 seconds. Yeah, but you don't poo through your shoes, Mark. We're not worried about their feet. We're worried about the child um, getting poo on it because its head is near the bottom. Yeah, you put the head end 
bum end, yeah. the head end of the child at the bum end of the donkey. If you'd gone, you sort of gone top and tails. If you'd like gone, a sleepover. I, I think you might need to have a little think about that. But if you put the the head of the child against the head of the donkey, it's either looking at its neck really closely, which is I don't know how interesting that's going to be for a four year old, or it's looking at where it's just come from. If it's the other way around, and Liverpool do not look where they've come from. They they are only looking forward, Ryan. I'm not sure if that's exactly true of Liverpool. It it would be quite a romantic image and quite nice. You sort of, you know, you're hurtling away from your your parents and the safety of of football land on a on a donkey at forty miles an hour with your head against the the donkey's neck and it you feel its warmth and the, the veins kind of bulging through its its hide as it as it has no idea what's going on as it's sort of high on on donkey speed. I can see I can see that, yeah. As a lovely image. I can imagine that as a as a mural painted on a wall somewhere in Merseyside. Yeah. But guys, these children are not on those donkeys to have a good time. They're on those donkeys to win. Right. So you've got to think about what's the most aerodynamic way of riding a donkey if you're four. Clinging to its undercarriage. I would say strap strap the strap the child underneath donkey so there's no I'm not sure you want a child there. They've got massive penises, Mark. They've got huge. Yeah. They've got like almost unnecessarily big undercarriages. Those donkeys. So could we incorporate that into the strapping? That's could could we like strap the child yeah. <sighs> using the extended pinouche of the donkey? If you strap it out the way to the side, you know, like sort of like rugby lads do in in group photos. You know what I mean? If if you, you if you took it, that's fine. But I think. No matter how much you strap that donkey thing, dong, donkey dong, mm. sausage length, anywhere at forty miles an hour, it's going to wriggle free, and whatever stimulants it has, I fear that it's it's going to you know increase in size. Could it not act as a braking mechanism? Could it be like the un- the lowering its undercarriage? It causes friction in the sand of of the end zone and and it slows it down. Otherwise, otherwise, I can see these donkeys never stopping. That's a que- that's a good question, isn't it? How do we stop these donkeys because they're parachutes. not a car? They've got parachutes. Oh, they've got parachutes. So we've got the parachute harness, but the donkey also has a parachute, and that parachute can also catch any feces. The the pit crew are no longer needed unless the parachute breaks. So reserve chute. If the parachute breaks. One of the pit crew has a shotgun uh, with you know, the sniper rifle that, if all else fails, he can take that donkey out. Yeah. If it's galloping off towards the horizon with a terrified child on it, then that donkey's getting taken out. Could we involve the parents there? I mean, there's, you know, famously in, in theme parks and country fates, there's always a shooting event. They're normally quite difficult. There's no greater motivation to really hit that target than than a sort of steroidal donkey running off with your child covered in feces, you know. Why don't we put Ashley Cole and John Oster's air rifle shoot nearby and mm. then, you know, the, the stewards at that particular stall can, well, have double training. We're going to have to train them in, in, two, in two attractions. But let's not put this on the leaflet. Let's just, I mean, the top line on the leaflet is, are you a kid? You think there's not enough childhood attractions at football lands? Well, here you are. Here's one. It's Jürgen Klopp's Clip Clop Trots. That's quite an aggressive leaflet. It's like, are you a kid? Are you thinking there's not enough rides for you? You f***ing idiot. There's Clip Clop Trots. Who's the leaflet for? The children. But a leaflet that asks, are you a kid, that only gets handed to a kid, I think it's a waste of paper, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think children interact with leaflets now. They'll just think it's litter. They'll instantly drop it. Maybe for the, the... 
air rifle range, it, they're playing a lovely game that's nothing to do with this. Uh, if the steward at that stall mm. shouts donkey danger, then they have to turn around yes. and, and take a donkey out in the far distance. Or there's a false back. Yeah. Then some alarms go off and there's a false back and it drops down and the guy's like, donkey danger, donkey danger. And there's like uh, those cartridges that you get, but they're full of bullets, like AK-47 bullets that you see in 80s films. Yeah. And you sw- you swap out your little air pellets and you plug in your cartridge and then you get your little... And you got your little your sniper scope, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, I can I can see that. I can see that. All right. Well, okay. Well, that's Jürgen. <laughs> and you take that donkey. You take that donkey down. Yeah. And you don't do it because you you don't do it because you want to do no. it. You don't do it because you like killing donkeys. You just do it because you're trying to save a child. <laughs> you didn't come to football land to kill donkeys, but football land needed a hero that day, and you stood up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you know, uh, let's let's iron out those details. And if details. you don't win a prize for that, if you don't win a prize for that, then I don't. Then we're doing something seriously wrong at Football Land. Seriously wrong. Yeah, no, I think yeah, that's really impassioned. Um, okay, well, well, that's Jurgen Klopp's clip clop trots. Let's iron out some of those details. I'm not sure we need the pit crew anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my word. Okay, all right. Well, so let's vote on that. Jurgen Klopp's clip clop trots. Uh, after three, say aye. Three, two, one. Aye. aye. It's a lovely idea. Thank Beautiful. you. Really glad to get that across and something for the children. Just what is it that you want to do? We won't go football land. And we want to have a good time. Mark, some engagements come in. You've got some engagement. Yeah, we've been engaged. Uh, don't forget, you can also engage us uh, if you follow us on patreon.com forward slash footballland. Uh, there's various ways that you can pitch ride ideas to us and we are contractually bound to discuss them in a meeting, which is what we're about to do. So this week's engagement is from someone calling themselves the entertainer. And they've called this ride that they want discussed and voted on the ride of the entertainers. It's Newcastle themed, so it's 90s themed, great football. The gaffer always ends the ride with, I'd love it if we beat them, I'd love it. But you never do. You never win anything. Okay, so a classic Newcastle piece of history there from the mid nineties. Um, let's expand this. So, th- so this is—I'm guessing it's a roller coaster with the face of Kevin Keegan. Thomas the Keegan engine. Just, just to put it into context, this this is when Newcastle w- were looking like they were going to win the league, uh, and Ferguson played some brilliant mind games, got it under the skin of Kevin Keegan such that he totally lost it in a in a live TV interview, and he just stared down the lens and went, "I, I, I lost a lot of respect." for him when he said that I'd love it if we beat them I'd love it and and at that moment Newcastle was shot Kevin Keegan was in pieces yeah so it has to be a roller coaster with the face of Kevin Keegan and it gets gradually quicker and more frenetic so it's a brilliant roller coaster loop the loops ups and downs but on a parallel track behind you is the Manchester United inevitability train yes and that's trundling along but at a constant speed constant pace it's gaining on you so yeah. you, you can't escape it because your track is going up and down loop the loop and that is 
taking time. And, and perhaps you're wearing a big Kevin Keegan wig that slows you down. Yeah, it's not aerodynamic at all. So so part of the problem is is the amount of Kevin Keegan wigs that are being worn inside the vehicle, uh, which is slowing you down. But yes, Manchester United just taking things slow and steady and just gaining on you. Tortoise in the hare type Aesop fable here. But uh, the, the more it gains on you, even though you're hurtling along in the Thomas the Keeg's engine, you, you it's making you angry and paranoid. Yeah, it would. The world it is would. against you at this point. Yeah. Obviously, it has to speed past you after you judder to a halt on the final turn, perhaps, maybe upside down on the final loop. The loop. Yeah, perfect. And then perfect. it motors past you um, into some fireworks, perhaps, a lovely firework display that you can't see because you're upside down looking the wrong way. You're left upside down, yeah. Yeah, and you just have to sheepishly exit the rides after... Two other trains have gone past you, so mm. you're the fourth the fourth train to disembark and you just have to shuffle through the gift shop. You're not allowed to buy anything. You're not really allowed to be there, but just shuffle yeah. through and go sheepishly on your way. Yeah, it's lovely. I'll re- thanks, Entertainer. Thanks, Entertainer. Yep, uh, all in favour of that, say aye. Three, two, one. Aye. aye. Congratulations. Yeah, it's in. Thank you. Ryan, you're back. You're looking very pleased with yourself. You've come up with a solution to all of this sweaty nonsense. Uh, yeah, I'm certainly on the road to it. And, and you know, I'm feeling... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Much more positive. I've been running in a bin bag right. for the last uh, 20 minutes. And that right. that seems to have done, I'm, it's definitely upped the the, the sweat amount. Uh, and 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 the bin bag seems to be uh, sort of stopping it from evaporating. How how about if we did some kind of ad campaign where we got loads of people to run in a bin bag and then yeah. send us their sweat? That would that would help with volume, would it? As long as they're wearing football attire when they do it, I think that mm. would meet yeah. all of the kind of requirements and the, the T's and C's, and we could definitely, you know... Great. We're not lying to the public. I'll get Mark, on to you that. Get yep. on that. You get on that. Yep. Thank you. Okay, Ryan, what, uh, I think the volume is it, it, going to be solved imminently, right. and especially after COVID, after there's a vaccine and all of the pandemic ends, you can get back on the field and, and collect that spit from footballers. But uh, yeah. what about the evaporation problem? That's more of an issue, isn't it? In yeah, it's, the, the sweat's one thing, uh, and I think volume and 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 well sealed tubs, I think could could, I think we'll get there with that. The spit, mm, it does it does tend to dry quite quickly, and that's why I've sort of yeah. been working on something. It's sort of oldie worldy, quite nice. Potentially existed in Victorian football stadiums. Let's let's say that it did for this. Otherwise, I've wasted an afternoon, but. It's an air-conditioned spittoon. Right. We've got lots of space for them in football land with the lack of bins and all. And so I've just sort of thought we could dot these little spittoons around where, you know, you want to spit, you're in public. You don't need to feel ashamed because we're encouraging it with these spittoons. And, you know, you just go over and... You know, like they did in the olden days. No tobacco. Maybe the thing comes from a sort of... Just a particularly gobby bit of phlegm. Yeah, I imagine sand's going to get in there and it's going to make it a bit kind of coagulated and and, and, yeah. and that sort of thing. So, Or we just have someone standing next to the spittoon making that noise. That's true. Or I could build a little Job device creation. with it in just uh, as a little reward, I guess, like a sort of like a, like a gambler. Mm. There's one little problem in that. I sort of I pinched the, the, the cooling device from a... From a sort of reverse engineered a, a Dyson hand blower and, and you know how uh, vicious they are. They're quite powerful, yeah. They are incredibly powerful. And some we're getting a bit of back spit, you know, sort of when you're, yeah. you're spit into the wind back. and you accidentally yeah. get it on a sort of fellow pedestrian behind you. I would say there's a number of things going on there. You, mm. You've you've solved the problem of evaporating in theory. Mm. Uh, it looks great because those Dysons mm. are very attractive designs. I would say the fact that it doesn't actually work in real life, we just ignore that and just go with it's good in theory and it looks great. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, thanks okay. very much, Ryan. Well, that's excellent. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay, thanks, Ryan. Nice one. All right. Yes. I'm going to football land, to football land, to football land. I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. It's not built yet. Mark, we've got a very exciting guest in the meeting room. His name is Jim Daly. He's a comedian and he's host of FYP, a podcast about Crystal Palace. He has amassed more than 31 million views on his YouTube channel, Jim Daly Comedy. Uh, and amongst other things, he's presented Yahoo Sports, the football show. His name is Jim Daly and he's here in the meeting room now. Hello, Jim. Yeah, thanks for having me. We're very excited to have you. So we're going to get the legals out of the way, Jim. You, Jim Daly, agreed to give your ride idea to Anthony and Mark 
Duncan Ryan at Football and for all perpetuity. And to prove you're doing so, you are holding a copy of Shoot magazine from the year 2000. Could you tell me who is on the front cover of that Shoot magazine, please? It's Palace and Chelsea legend Mikhail Forcell. <laughs> On the cover of Shoot Magazine was Palace and Chelsea legend Mikhail Forcell. Uh, tell us your idea for football, Anne. Potentially two names this. It's either the Roy Keane's Dodgems yep. or the Roy Keane Stick It Up Your Bollocks Dodgems. Uh, I, I haven't quite worked out uh-huh. works better as, as a name yet. Um, I feel like the second one, it, sort of, it brings you in a bit more. It's more eye-catching, that's for sure, yes. It's more aggressive. And to be honest, aggression is very much the theme of uh, Roy Keane's Dodgem. Specifically, you know when you go on the Dodgems and there's a there's a sort of DJ guy that sort of spins the decks and yeah. shouts, get in the, you, you know, oh, step up, step up to your cars. It, obviously, I've never got this gig, as you can tell from my my impression now, but um, let, let's get in your cars. It's time for the Dodgems. Again, that's a really poor impression. Um, but that the guy that does the guy that does does that, um, got refreshing, actually, if it was someone like me doing that. Get a step into your dodgems. <laughs> it would be a lot less threatening. There's there's something really threatening about that moment when you're all waiting to get in the car and yeah, some someone who if he wasn't in the DJ booth on the dodgems, he would be in Borstal <laughs> is telling you get get in your car. It's like, oh I don't, I don't feel safe. Uh, so I would much prefer it if it was you in the DJ booth. Well, that's very kind, thank you. But I think Roy Roy Keane would Step up that aggression oh. of Dodgem DJ guy. God, yes, um, yes. But he'd be shouting, get in your fucking Dodgem. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll break your fucking leg. He'd be so efficient, wouldn't he? He'd be really efficient. It would be interesting because it would either make people drive incredibly carefully. Yeah. Like they're sort of doing their dri- driving test or having a driving lesson. Or I think it would make people flip and go the other way. And I think you might, people might be inspired by Roy's aggression. And I think we might see... Uh, some absolute tear-ups, if I'm being perfectly honest and allowed to use a football terminology. Um, and to me, that would add to the mystique of the Roy Keane Dodgems. Would that be determined by the music he then decides to spin? Because I can imagine him giving a very aggressive command, get in your fucking cars. And then if he puts on Elaine Page's beautiful rendition of Memory from the musical Cats... Rare you'd see that at a Dodgems, well, though, Mark. He's trying to ascertain whether... It's enough for his aggressive introduction. Mm. Whether it, if he wa- if we want a tear up, whether it's got to be Roy Keane aggressively introducing things because he can't do it any other way, and then playing aggressive music. I'd like to see him as a DJ in different settings as well. Maybe like a wedding DJ uh, announcing the first does. Fucking kisser, kisser. <laughs> yeah, this wedding's a load of bollocks, but I'm here. I, I think he could get a lot of work. Couldn't cut the uh, fucking cake. Uh, school discos, I think. Yeah, I'm sure Roy could do school. Cool this goes. I, I know I know you guys might be a bit worried about the the over aggressiveness of this, and I I appreciate that. And so I've I've prepared for that. The other footballing person who shouts a lot currently, um, who would work as kind of good cop to Roy Keane's bad cop, um, is Ray Lewington. Yeah, right. Um, who obviously we've heard a lot during lockdown with no fans, um, sort of shouting instructions from the sideline, but they're always positive instructions. Um, so. Ray Lewington would also be employed on this ride um, to offer encouragement to those people that maybe don't react too well to Roy Keane's aggressiveness. And there would actually be a switchover um, where Ray is allowed to play one song every hour uh, on the DJ. Uh, but he does have to fight Roy Keane 
to do that. Um, so that would obviously add a bit of a, a spectacle to that as well. Also, um, if you could have a third person just barking at people, Sammy Lee. Sammy Lee, you're not sure what he does, but he's done it at a very high level of shouting at people from the sidelines. But an octave higher than uh, Sam Allardyce, who he usually is the under sort of underling to. Um, so could we see Sammy Lee just running around like a little terrier? Well, may- maybe we get a shouty footballer to be the passenger in every single Dodgem car. But now it's less like a uh, Dodgems and more like a driving school. You're just driving around and you're just getting shouted at by uh, by some in psycho just sat next to you. Do you, do you think Roy Keane, because to me he looks as if he smells of vinegar, uh, do you think that being in close proximity to him, would he give away a waft? Or do you think he's actually quite a, a hygienic man despite all of the, you know, myths about him, I guess? Mm, no, I, I think I think he smells of old spice, sort of classic older man's uh, shaving foam and, and... Just shaving foam. No, actually, Roy Keane doesn't use shaving foam. Roy Keane uses the edge of a, of a blunt knife. Yeah, yeah. And he sandpapers his own chin. He's Exactly. He wouldn't be caught dead with shaving foam. What am I talking about? Smelling vinegar sort of hits both uh, both things head on, doesn't it? It, it? it smells horrendous, but it's not unhygienic. You know, it has germ-killing qualities. But mm. uh, in in 12 Years a Slave, Fassbender rubbed neat alcohol on his upper lip just so when he got close to the other actors, they would recoil as you would from someone who was genuinely smashed all the time. Yeah. I think Roy Keane probably has little psychological tics like that. He... he, he dunks his head into a vat of vinegar before sitting in the car. Mm. Oh, you got you got three minutes, otherwise I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going <laughs> to stick this car right up your bollocks. Exactly. Right, get in your fucking cars. Will you shut the fuck up and listen to your beautiful music? Stop crashing into each other and listen to the cat singing. The other, the other thing, the other element to this ride is um, the involvement of Alfinger Harlan, who um, I feel like we need to employ as well in this. So the idea I had was that at, at one point a buzzer comes on during the Dodgem. Yeah. And one and one of the cars is um, dedicated as Alfinger Harlan, so you are Alfinger Harlan's Dodgem. Yeah. And then all the other cars have to just kick the shit out of you yeah that's that's really nice with no recrimination that's a lovely touch yeah i i i was thinking you'd bring on like a big paper mache leg onto the like a pinata onto the dodgems area and then you could everyone could smash into it and get little stickers of alfinger harlan to take home that like pop out but i think you're right it is better to target one dodgem and victimize them because that is that's made up the most of roy Keane's career whenever someone joined man united he'd always uh insist on in training uh past the ball to them as hard as he possibly could like booting it at them and if they couldn't control it he basically wrote them off for the rest of their career um so yeah you're right just um having one dodgem that you can bully but but what punter would want to be in that jim i mean you wouldn't know until mm. the buzzer comes on right no you'd think you're just getting in you think you're just climbing into a dodgem next to sammy lee and having a lovely <laughs> little ride around um, and then a light goes on and you realise that you're the Alfinger Harland dodge. Oh, goodness. Uh, and then, of course, 
that's Sam, Sammy Lee is Sammy Lee is barking in your ear to fucking get away from these guys. Yeah. What are you doing? Go left, go right. You've got to avoid the tackle. Or maybe he's saying, you know, man up and just take it like a man. Um, I don't know. I hope not. I hope that he's more of a man. I mean, man, he, Sammy he Lee. could be reciting the lyrics to Last Christmas by Wham for all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he'd be kind of like mixture of bingo caller, but in the environment of a rally co-driver, wouldn't he? He'd be uh, saying all of that code that even he doesn't understand that he's just got from a YouTube tutorial uh, that he once watched about Top Gear. And you're like, Sammy, can you please stop like, yelling in my ear? 15 cars are beating the crap out of me here. Or, or, or do we think that actually Sammy Lee, you know how sometimes um, people listen to recordings at night to help them sleep? Like a, like, a head, like a headspace kind of thing. Do you think he just has recordings of Sam Allardyce reading <laughs> literature or, or, or something like that just to help him fall asleep at night? I think he does. You know when a dog knows its own owner has gone away on holiday and it's just mournful for the whole couple of weeks? He must have yeah. been like that when Allardyce was out of a job for 18 months or, or at least 18 months, wasn't he? Sammy Lee just, yeah. what did he do? He just, he probably, you know, when a dog turns up to its master's grave and just mourns silently for like, you know, keeps going yeah. to the spot. Sammy Lee was, was just turning, turning up at Wembley at, re- at reception and just, and just crying. Yeah. He was, he was just scratching at the door of whichever Weatherspoon Sam Allardyce was in, just scratching yeah. at the door, whining from outside. Yeah. When you leave Sammy Lee in a house, you have to turn the radio on because otherwise he goes mad and yeah. barks yeah. and uh, tears up the curtains. Do you know what the problem with dodgems are? They're never equal speeds, these cars. There's always one that's a bit sort of a bit slow. You're going to be in a right pickle if your car is going slowly with, you know, through no fault of your own. And Roy Keane is just barking at you to go quicker. It'll be like when he managed Sunderland. You can't do anything about it. You're, You're limited by your own lack of expertise and nous. And Roy Keane isn't having any of it. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, it's very true, actually. Yeah. Him standing on the touchline screaming, don't you be getting relegated now, I'll be in the right mode. Mm. And uh, they, they, they still did. They, they went and got relegated. They did, yeah. Is mm. the guy that does the DJ booth, is it the same guy that inextricably jumps on the back of your dodgem? And and now, I, I remember just someone leaning over and just steering yeah no they do don't well, they they do like I, that. I paid i paid for this dodge and why are you steering it? and then he'd jump on to usually uh, a lady that had taken his fancy uh but what, what was that all about why did they hang off the back of dodgems like that i mean i think roy Keane would you jump on the back of the dodgems um he probably he probably is the sort of person that if you're not doing the job properly he feels like he has to do it himself which would only add to the the fear factor well at least you get a warning you'd smell vinegar about 30 seconds before he arrived yeah it'd still true. be quite a jolt wouldn't it with Roy Keane's sandpapered face just brushing against your cheek <sighs> well at least he you know at least he's not got a beard probably jump on the back and punch the fuck out of Sammy Lee for no other reason beyond he was there mm. very true yeah we we do already have a, a dodgems that Pete Donaldson um pitched uh full of Newcastle United players who had been banned for various driving offenses but that's more of an exhibition we're just watching them tearing about the place having their their fun I like the fact that you can get in and be shouted at. That's what really draws me to this. In a, it, it, they've both got their own merits, but I feel like this one is more interactive. Uh, and I thank you for that, Jim. What is more quintessentially football than an, 
an older man, a, an angry, gruff, vinegar-soaked older man shouting obscenities in your face. It doesn't get much more football than that. Could you have Mick McCarthy running a rival dodgems just next door that Roy Keane keeps yeah. bad-mouthing and want, wanting nothing to do with? Yeah, I think it would be the perfect antidote to Roy mm. Keane's dodgems. And they'd obviously be right next to each other in the park and maybe people could could, could choose which one they want to go to. I, I guess you can't properly enjoy those dodgems because Roy Keane's next door with a megaphone telling you how shit it is. You, you're going to think it's... You're going to have self-doubts going on Mick McCarthy's dodgems. Well, I, I would love to meet Roy Keane and ask him what is meant by the phrase stick it up your bollocks. Yeah. I don't know yeah. anyone else that's used that phrase. It's genius. No. And it manages to inject a little bit of humour in what must have been a very tense situation, shouting at your national manager, stick it up your bollocks. Could we have two giant testicles hanging off the dodgems and a ramp going up to them? And if you get enough speed, perhaps, um, you know, you get, you you manage to juice it up enough, you can actually go up that ramp and actually embed your dodgem in a pair of dangling testicles. Hang on, how do we know which dodgem gets gets chosen? Well, I guess just randomly, like like the dodgem that is going to be Alfinger Harland, there's another dodgem yeah. that has a super boost and Roy Keane himself shouts super boost and then your dodgem starts flashing and then there's a ramp and you've got to drive it. He should surely shout, now it's time for a stick it up your bollocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. I think, yeah, he definitely shouts that. Yes, with the Alfinger Harland one, we are, you know, clearly targeting uh, one poor soul um we need to offer some light relief and we need yeah. to offer some sort of incentive and the incentive would be that you would want to stick it up roy Keane's bollocks so you you'd, you'd you'd embed your dodger into the, i mean it's a difficult maneuver not everyone can do it but you drive you drive uh, your dodger along you lift off 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 that ramp and you're in midair you embed yourself in those testicles which are it's just like two giant crash mats i'm imagining how Go do on. you get out i mean i'm imagining you 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 lift off the ramp yeah. and you embed yourself on the underside yeah, of stuck the in. testicles. How do you get out? Yeah. Uh, well, mm. I, I don't know, like, but in Gladiators, there were a lot of foam sort of apparatus to climb over. So I guess you get out and then you're you're hanging, you're climbing up the, the testicle um, onto a podium and there's some champagne and, and you shake it and you've won the day. And is there okay, a leaderboard? Yeah. Is there a leaderboard like on sort of on top gear, like yeah. right high up the bollocks you've got? Absolutely. Leaderboard. And there's four judges um, and uh, yeah, they give you a mark out of 10 for how well you've done it. And uh, yeah, no, that's yeah. on the leaderboard. And obviously 40 is, is what you're looking for. Uh, I'm not sure who is, the judges are. Is the bollock dismount part of the scoring system? Yeah, absolutely. They're climbing up and onto the podium. But then after that, you're just shaking champagne. I don't think people should be judged on how they open a bottle of champagne. Because, for example, I I never know how to do it. I I open the cork and it spurts everywhere. Or sometimes it doesn't do anything. And and I've never once opened a bottle of champagne completely confidently um, without mishap. No. I normally open a bottle of champagne by um, passing it to my wife and getting her to do it. Absolutely. That's very... I mean, some people have very sharp knives and they just cut the whole top of the bottle off have you seen that in a diagonal motion roy 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 Keane would do that roy Keane would do that he would judge you for how you open the bottle of champagne that's the thing with roy nothing positive can happen without him just watching you with his cornflake beardy chin roy Keane opens champagne by smashing the bottle over his own head Mm. pouring the liquid away and eating the glass that's right absolutely classic roy Keane. i i'm a big fan of this i I think we should vote on it yeah um, absolutely yeah yeah all right well uh all in favor of 
of Roy Keane's stick it up your bollocks dodgems say aye three two one aye aye congratulations Jim you've had an absolute dream there well done thank you that was a wonderful meeting Uh, Mark you said you were going to get an advert done to help people bring in more sweat to the theme park for the night of the young clog flume so can you get on with that please before next week I will Uh, yep and Ryan donkey speed can you have a yeah. look at the the market for drugs see if any speed variants on the market work yeah. on donkeys and uh, we need to get these donkeys going quickly right. so yeah have a look at that please yeah think of it as a drag race right a drag race but rather than a thin car you've got a donkey okay cheers Ryan. all right, all right. Cheers. thanks love it all right Great. Meet you bye-bye thank bye. you we are collecting your sweat we want your sweat how are you Jumping up and down in a big bag is fun. Sweating from your head all the way to your big bum. Sweating to a jiffy bag, post it with your photo. We want your sweat spit, but we're not collecting we though. Jumping up and down, bin bag, bing, big, 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 that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.